What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show, where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. Damn, I was fired up to get back on that intro. That music just hypes me up. To give you guys a little secret, I listen to it every time before I start recording. It like gets me in state and everything like that. Uh, but it's a little change of pace. The last episode I put out was that little motivational clip. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and run it. It's about eight minutes long. And honestly, I just want to do something different. I feel like life is all about creation. I think you find the most fulfillment when you're out here creating, doing things that are differently. And for me, at least, like that's why I'm always, you know, like creating, I'm writing a book, I'm creating a clothing line. I think social media and the videos we do on there all the time, we do a lot of funny stuff with my book. That's another form of creation, and uh, I just want to do something different, celebrate the 50th episode and just take a stab at something. It was so funny when I recorded it because I didn't want it to just be the same clip, like motivational rah-rah shit that people put out. I want to put a touch of me into it, and so people, you know, I got a great response from it. I'm really happy with how everyone felt about it, but I threw a little, a few zingers in there to put a little John Stink <laughs> uh, flair, I, I guess we could say, into it, so had fun with it, um, and it was cool. So if you guys like that, let me know, uh, and definitely would put more stuff out there like that in the future. I think a video would be cool to go along with it, but really cool, really exciting hitting episode number 50. It, this is just a brick-by-brick brick process, just like anything else. We started the show, committed to two episodes per week, and this is just how shit comes together. You hit episode 50, next it'll be 100, 200, and we'll be years in and it'll be so cool to kind of look back on this stuff and see where mentally my mind was at the end of the 2020 during 2020 and where things have evolved to and see if some of my predictions are right so speaking of predictions i want to drop some hot shit on you guys here first of all i don't know if anyone here follows cryptocurrencies bitcoin ethereum ripple there's a ton of different altcoins that are being traded as well but it's insane what's happening right now. I want to share with you guys a little story. I remember back in, I believe this was 2013, when I was in college, I was living in an apartment with my roommates, John and Sarab, who were two of the biggest catalysts for my entrepreneurial mind, because we were just always starting businesses together and doing different things. And I remember, it was so funny, we went to this like entrepreneurial, I guess networking event, but it was kind of like a workshop that was in Hartford, Connecticut. I remember going, there was probably at least 100 people there, and one of the first exercises, we're all in this room together, we're sitting in chairs, and they have us just start shouting out different words or business idea type words, like phrases, and so they, they start writing them all down on a whiteboard. Then they split us all into teams, and they assign a team captain, and somehow they, they decided it was a good idea to pick me, and our words were truck, taco, and Bitcoin. And we had to we had to formulate this business plan based on the three words we were given. So we we formulated this plan, but I was the one who was going in front of the room and pitching it to the room. So I just took the wheel and and <laughs> took matters in my own hands as I always do and disregarded everyone else's business plan. 
and basically like pitched to the room like how we're going to start this business with taco trucks. They're going to be the best tacos ever. But instead of conventional just taking money, we're going to accept Bitcoin only. And we're just going to accumulate as much Bitcoin as we can. Now, mind you, if you guys are following Bitcoin right now, today, it's trading at like 17,000 a coin. Back then, in 2013, we had watched Silk Road, which is like this huge dark web. People were buying drugs, like all this crazy shit and using Bitcoin because the platform it's built on, it's completely anonymous. Like you can't trace where the payment's coming from. And I remember Sarab, we, we had been trading stocks and he was like, I think I'm going to buy a Bitcoin. And it was like $900 a coin at the time. And we're like, ah, come on, man. Like, what are you thinking? And Silk Road got caught, blown up, shut down. Bitcoin went from $900 to about 100 or less. And we're like, oh, thank God you didn't buy it, man. Um, imagine if he did. <laughs> it would be like right now it's at like 17000 And big institutions like Citibank are predicting it going all the way to $300,000 a coin, which is insane. But anyway... I pitched this whole business idea of these taco trucks and we're only going to accept Bitcoin. And like, I said it with such confidence that like, you know, it, it was, it was kind of one of those exercises like where you have to just be creative because you're just taking what you got and making something of it. But it's funny in hindsight, because if we, we had actually started these taco trucks and only accepted Bitcoin and just stacked all the Bitcoin, we would probably be multi, multi millionaires, um, like tens of millions of dollars stacked up. It's crazy to think about, but um, if you guys aren't following, I'm actually talking to one of my boys today who he has a crypto hedge fund and I'm trying to get him to come on the show just to give you guys a little background of what it's all about. But in my mind, and we made a lot of money on this towards the end of 2017, there was a big bull run and then it crashed down and everyone's like, oh, it's all hype. But now the numbers are back to kind of where they were and we're seeing all these major institutions buying up Bitcoin and it's crazy. I, I feel like this is one of the greater opportunities of our lifetime. So I'm in. I'm very bullish on it. I'm more of the long-term picture. I think in the short term, the actual use of the coin and the act, like actually putting it, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like taking the coin and making it adaptable, like it actually overtaking the US dollar and the financial system. We're a ways away from that. But long term, I see the vision. So I'm going to try to bring someone on, my boy, to give you guys a background on what cryptos are all about, what the opportunity is like, why people are buying them up, why there's so much hype around it, because it blows my mind how few people even really know what it is. So let it be said, what's today? We have November 28th, 2020, Bitcoin, buy, 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 buy. Heard it here first. Probably not first, but you heard it here at least. So anyway, second hot take here. So a lot of people, I think, have noticed the changes they're making to Instagram. And a big reason they're making these changes, and I made a story about this the other day because I was I was just blown away by, obviously, we know how smart these massive tech and social media companies are. And Zuckerberg is just literally holding the world in his palm. But they made this update where... On the Instagram app, there was the notification button like towards the bottom right of the screen. But now they give you this update and that button is now the shop Instagram button. So people are <laughs> are just going onto the app and out of nowhere, it's a new format. And out of habit, that's one of the first things you click is your notifications because people want to see, did anyone like my shit? Did anyone follow me? Yada, yada. And so for me, the first day, four or five times, I just open up the app and click the shop button out of habit because that's just what 
I had been wired to do every time I opened the app. So they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. And on top of that, you'll notice um, the button that you used to click to post in the bottom middle is now a Reels button. And it's basically like TikTok. And that's because TikTok has drawn a lot of attention and Instagram is trying to steal it back just like they did when Snapchat um, started putting out stories, right? Instagram started putting out their own stories. And now I don't really even use Snapchat at all because I don't. I, I see a lot more benefit of posting on the Instagram platform, but they're doing the same with TikTok. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. My guess is a lot of people are very agitated with the shop button and it really is just like a low move, I feel like, by the platform. So I think it's going to get rolled back. Just like a lot of people, they took away likes and then they brought them back. I didn't have likes on my platform for a while. I know some other countries still don't have them, but it'll be interesting to see what they do because it's just funny. Instagram was a place where you, they showed your content to everyone. You could grow like crazy. And now they're in a real monetization place and you got to pay to play. Like They want you to buy ads they want you spending money in order to show your shit to people. And uh, it's just interesting to see where this is going to go with not only Instagram, just social media platforms in general. Um, I've been talking to a lot of my friends who make a living off social media. And I've just been saying, like, I feel like something is going to change very soon here. I don't know necessarily what that change is going to be or what it's going to look like, but just the way people are doing business on social media, and this is going to lead into, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk a ton today on my topic, but I, I do have a little uh, episode topic I want to talk to you guys about. But I just think that social media is changing. We hit COVID and now so many people are on there and not only on there trying to sell their product service opportunity because we don't have that in-person connection as much anymore we don't have live events we don't have seminars we don't have those ways that people like trade shows all these ways people like go out in, in person and sell their product people are like oh we have to do it online and i in my opinion people are doing a really bad job as an aggregate adapting to the selling online and and I, you guys have heard me say this over and over on the show how just so many dms i get a week and People are just like copy and pasting and just fucking blasting it out to the world. It's just like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And it's a really bad strategy. In my opinion, it's really diluting the platform because people are just getting fucking frustrated and fed up with it because no one's treating each other like a person anymore. We're just looking at it as like who can copy and paste the most messages and DM the most people. Like they think that's being productive, but maybe, you know, you're reaching a lot of people, but being like sending out a hundred messages versus sending out a hundred effective messages is a whole different story. So I'm just curious kind of to see like with all these changes, with the world shifting, like how we're doing business, what the next thing's going to be or like how this is going to correct itself in a way. So that being said, I really wanted to talk today about just networking during COVID. And for me, I think I'm the type of person who thrives off in-person connection. Like I genuinely enjoy meeting people in person. You feel their energy. Like you, you guys know what I'm talking about. When you meet someone, like right away, you can just tell if that's a person you like or don't like or a person you're going to get along with or not get along with because you just feel that energy. It's such a real thing. 
And we can tell if we have that connection with someone. So in person, it just expedites the process so much more. And I feel like you can just connect on such more of a genuine level because you're looking at a real person across from you. You're not looking at a profile and thinking to yourself, like, did this person just send this copy and paste message to me? Do they even care? Like, or is it a scam? Is this real? Like, there's so many things that are eliminated when you meet somebody in person. And going off the messages, I, I kind of want to like look through my Instagram right now and just read to you guys like this bullshit I'm getting. So I go in, I have 70 requests right now. Bear with me here. I'm going to find a good one. Like, hey, what's going on, John? Have you heard of Amazon automation? Yes, I have, Roman. And I don't want to just get sold by you because I know that's exactly what you're going to try to do right now. Let's see what else we have right here. A lot of these are, they're just so bad. Um, hey, how's it going? I'm X, just came across your page and love what you have going on. Would love to tell you more about myself and what we're doing to help people grow their brand. And and there's a link. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, no, I'm not going to answer that. No, I'm not going to click that. I have an, another guy. This was one of the funniest ones that's happened in, in recent times. He hit me up and... So he messaged me. He actually did it properly. So he looked through my page. He watched one of my videos. I could tell he watched the whole video because he referenced something I said in the video. So great start. And he's like, I loved how you said this. I totally align with you. Love connecting with other entrepreneurs. Da, da, da. I'm like, cool. I'll respond to this guy. So I do. And I look at his profile. That's one of the first things I do is I look at people's profiles. And when I'm connecting with people, um, I, I look at their results first and I don't think this is superficial. I think this is just the reality. If you guys think about it, especially in business, online business, we tend to look at people and we're like, all right, my first question is like, what the fuck has this person done? What have they accomplished? Why should I listen to them? Are like, and, and I'm looking for that credibility piece. So I go to his profile, not a lot of followers, which is what it is. And unfortunately, we're in an age where people judge each other based on the amount of followers they have. It's a big sign of credibility. So not a lot of followers. I watch his first video and he breaks down exactly like how he prospects to bring new people into his business. And it was exactly <laughs> this funnel that he was about to bring me through. So I'm just like immediately like, all right, fuck this. I don't want to be sold by this guy. And then over the next couple of weeks, he proceeds to bring me through this exact funnel that he broke down in his video. And one of the things he said to me, I posted something about it was one of the videos I made for my book, like one of the funny videos. And he's like, hey, man, the video was great. I love the sort of brand you were kind of building. I'm like, the sort of brand that I'm kind of building? I'm like, what, what the fuck kind of backhanded <laughs> compliment is that? And uh, this guy has been phased out of my DMs since then. But I'm just like, what is good with you people? Like, what happened? Just because we're doing this online doesn't mean we're not humans anymore. Or I mean, that isn't even a good example of not treating each other like humans. I think that is more like the copy and paste, just sending your link, just spraying and praying as I like to call it. But I'm like, like in whose mind do you ever think sending a message to someone who's, and I, I'm far from where I want to go and I don't think I have the best brand or personal brand out there, but I think I've come a long way and I've really established myself with everything I've done and to say I like your sort of brand that you've kind of built in order to get me to buy his branding service, I'm like, who the fuck is ever going to respond to that? 
So anyway, so much of this stuff is just really bothering me. And I want to give you guys a few tips. And I've actually used some of these with my coaching client, a little bit more specific to their businesses. But these are just a few things you can do to navigate through the networking during COVID and start being a real person online and stop making shit weird and stop just spamming people and really take things to the next level. Because I'll say this, 2020 has been, I would say the best year of networking for me. I've made some of the most powerful and strongest connections and important connections, influential connections throughout this year without being able to use my ability of like my gift of connecting in person. Like over the years, I club promoted, I was working at a club in New York City in Italy, like just fraternities, all of that. Like that's what I've done. That's what I know. But I transitioned and I took that and and used it in a way that I would able to successfully be able to build my network online. And the people I'm connecting to, guys, I'm doing some of these podcasts and it's all through Zoom right now. I'm looking at the people I'm talking to who are giving me a full hour of their time and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. These people are people who are generating millions and millions of dollars that have hundreds of thousands of followers who have huge businesses and they're taking the time to get on this and and have literally a conversation with me that I'm just sharing with you guys. And I'm going to get into why that's so powerful. But the first thing, how to network during COVID that I want to share with you. DMs. This is specifically for like you reaching out to people. We have all different types of businesses and the way that you're going to connect with people, I think it all comes down to the same thing. With network marketing, um, I think in the beginning and what I tell people is with your warm market, you need to be more direct with them because you already have established relationship, trust. There's ways to make it way more not weird and way more like less like you're trying to get someone and just and kind of instead offering it as an opportunity and letting them have an out. I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to make this a network marketing specific episode. But in terms of your cold market, stop trying to sell people you've never even talked to right away. Like if I know for me, if you try to do that, you're just getting you're not going to get opened. And if you keep trying, I'm going to block you. So it doesn't work. You have to you have to think about how would you respond to what a lot of these dick fucks are doing out there. Like if you (laughs) imagine it, be like, look at the messages you're sending to people and be like, if I was on the receiving end of this, would I respond to it or would I be receptive to it? And if the answer is no, you got to rethink your strategy. So the first thing, and this is a game changer for DMs, for people that you have not met yet and you have no relationship with yet, send a voice memo every single time. Stop with the text because you need to take things to the next level right now to stand out. The ones that capture me are voice memos, sometimes text when people solely recap something about like a video I put out there. Um, They're thanking me for the show. They're thanking me for my book. If they take the time to craft something up I know is personalized through text, I will always answer. If I get a voice memo that's personalized, has not trying to sell me anything, I will always answer. One of the coolest things right now that I haven't even gotten into are videos. A lot of people are abusing the videos though because they're copy and pasting those, but videos are a good way to do it. But send a voice message. Try this. Like if you're prospecting, you're just trying to build your network, like you see someone that you want to connect with, instead of sending them the scripted message, send them a real voice message. And 
I have a specific formula I use for this in terms of prospecting and building your business, but it can be generalized. So when you're connecting with someone, take time to look at their profile, see what's going on. Because sometimes people don't even know, like I've seen this happen before. People reach out to someone and then you take the time to look that that day their father or grandfather or brother or sister passed away. Like this is real shit. This happens, and they're sending them this like huge thing, trying to like connect with them instead of just looking at that. And they're like, "Wow, like this person's going through a tough time." Like a condol, sending your condolences would be the right way to connect. But look at their page, see what's going on in their life. Actually, look at some of their content, absorb it, and figure out a way to relate to that person. In my the the ways that I always send my voice messages, I take a look at their content, I find a way to relate. I find a way to compliment them and I find a way to pique their interest. Now, that's up to you and on your opportunity is, it, it could be anything, but if you kind of follow that formula of you reaching out, you relating, like talking about their content or something you know about them so they know that you actually know who they are and what they do, you give them a genuine compliment, like your work has helped me so much. It's I, I know it's impacting thousands of people all over the world. I'm so grateful for you and that you take the time to share this with everyone. Um, just anything, but it has to be genuine. Like you can't just make bullshit up. You have to be real and give them a genuine compliment and then pique their interest. Like why should this person even want to be connected to you? For me, a lot of my cold reach outs lately have been for podcast guests and I'll take time to look through their content I'll take time to, and a lot of these people, like I'm getting to the point where they're people that actually have had an impact on me. So it's really easy to compliment them. And I'll be like, hey, look, I know you're super busy. I would love for you to come on my show. I'm, I have a huge network marketing following. We're in over 40 countries right now. And you've helped me so much that I would love to help get you in front of my audience so you can impact them as well and potentially in the process get some new customers and add some people to your following base. If you'd be open to that, let me know. I'd love to make this happen. But regardless of what you decide, keep crushing it. Keep pumping out that value. Um, loving everything that you're doing. Really non-aggressive. I put it in a position like I get in their shoes. I'm like, what would make me, if I were them, want to come over and link up with me, partner with me, join my network? I'm like, well, I have this following. I have this podcast. I have an audience I can put them in front of. They, if that person, like their ideal customer fits into my audience base, what a better way to connect with them, right? So voice messages, be a real person and actually look at what they're doing, relate to them, give them a genuine compliment and pique their interest somehow. But don't... (laughs) absolutely do not just be hitting people up and having them try to take a look at your opportunity right away, send a link, any of that. It just doesn't work anymore. Second tip I want to give you is, and and this might not be for everybody. um, It really depends on how serious you are in building your brand and being an entrepreneur in building your business. But one of the best moves I've made in my career so far was starting this podcast. And I read the book Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson, where he talked about creating your platform. He talked about this guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he hosted this show and it was super popular, like had all of the best guests on and then it got canceled. And then after, like during 
the, this guy's reign with the show. He had all these people reaching out, all these people wanting to collaborate with him. Then the show was canceled, and he had this big Rolodex, and he couldn't get anyone to partner up with him on his next venture once he had no more platform. The moral is, if you have a platform that people want to get on, and I love my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. Um, look at the people he's bringing on there, like Kanye, Jay Z, Kim Kardashian. There was Ellen DeGeneres, uh, who I Dave Chappelle, Howard Stern. Like, look at that platform he has, and and look at about look at how desirable it is to partner with David Letterman because he has that platform, and when you have a platform that you can get people in front of an audience and it's a win-win, like you get an awesome guest, but they also get to increase their influence and expand their audience. It's so much easier to get people to partner up with you. I think a lot of people approach this game like, all right, let's get someone to buy my product. And although your product may have benefits, you're approaching it uh, in a way that people are like looking at it as like, okay, you're going to win and I'm going to lose because I'm going to be spending money. And obviously, whatever, whatever opportunity product service you have, given the opportunity to sit down, you're going to be able to show them how their, in their investment, like what they're going to get is going to far outweigh that investment. But if you reach out to someone with like a win-win and you can effectively convey that to them in a 30 to 60, sec 30 to 60 second voice message, it's going to change the game. So you create a platform it could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube channel, it could be a blog, it could be your social media, it could be anything where people are going to want to partner up with you because they see the benefit and you both win from it. And it's just so cool. I had on Daniel G the other day, and that should probably go up in a few weeks, but we had an amazing conversation. And I'm like, bro, if I didn't have this podcast, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. And you really break down at the core of what you're doing. I'm like, we are literally like having a high level conversation and we're just sharing it with people that we know are going to help. And just because I'm publishing these conversations and putting them out there for everyone to listen to, I'm getting higher and higher level people who are willing to come on. It's just crazy how it works. And uh, the podcast has been my best networking tool I've ever had. And it's just super cool. But think about that. I mean... Like I said, I think everyone can benefit from it, and this is the power of personal branding, which I'm really bullish on and I talk about all the time as well, but no matter what your profession is, you could put out a podcast and bring value that is going to help people, whether they're in that profession, whether they're customers or people who are just interested in it. Like, There's always a way to create some type of platform that's going to increase your credibility, it's going to increase... Um, your, your influence, your network, it's going to increase your sales. Overall, it's going to increase everything. So during COVID, I think going all in on building a platform where you become a magnet and people want to partner with you because of this awesome platform you built is such a key. Because I don't think like even when the world returns, like we're entering a new way of doing business right now. And it's been shifting, but right now this is happening. Like we are going to have to be adapting to online. And one of the some of the best ways to do that are taking advantage of these platforms we have to really build yourself and get yourself out there. So third, and this just kind of ties back into all of the lessons I've been talking about this whole show, but take the time to get to know people before you try to sell them shit. You, you just aren't going to make sales in today's day and age when you're just focused on the sale, focused on the sale, focused on just trying to get people to buy your shit. 
you need to put the relationship first. And this is how it's always been in person. Like you wouldn't just go up to someone and try to sell them your product, service, or opportunity because that'd be weird and it'd be like intrusive and it wouldn't be genuine. In person, you take the time to build the relationship, but we feel that now we're online and we're a profile. Like we can just go spam people and just try to sell them shit without getting to know them. Guys, put the relationship first. The relationship is always first because, and this is what will happen. Even if you do get the off person who bites at your link that you sell, normally those people are the worst to deal with and work with because they're going to feel like they got roped into something. They didn't get their value. They didn't get to know you. Like it's just a fucking mess. And if you start by building a relationship, learning about someone, like genuinely figuring out how you can serve and help them and figuring out what their problems are. Like, is this person even a good fit for your product or service? Like ask these questions, build this relationship, let it go. Like when the timing is right, you're going to be able to bring up your product, service or opportunity. I feel like I'm at the point where I could bring it up in any conversation without being intrusive. And I think that comes with building your skills, building your social acuity, like awareness and knowing when it's acceptable and unacceptable. But you're going to find that if you start asking people the right questions and focus on the relationship, if you actually have a good product or service or opportunity, you're going to be able to show it to them in a way that's not damaging to the relationship, that's not intrusive, and that's not going to get them to hit the motherfucking block button. So these are just a few things. I could really go on um, on, <laughs> on these topics for a long time. I'm already 30 minutes in. I didn't expect that to happen. But guys, adapt. Just understand the world's changing right now. And this is a new wave coming. It's like you can grab the surfboard uh, and get in front of that wave and, and ride it and really launch your career and take things to the next level. Or you can stay in your old ways, your old habits, your old patterns, and just watch this new wave of people go out there, crush it, dominate and get high level results and there's just no reason that it can't be you but you must be willing to change you must be willing to take action and you must be willing to just open your eyes and really be aware of what's going on process it and take action to make change upon it so i'll leave you with that guys uh thank you again as always i'm just so grateful for everyone who's been listening who's been following who's been sharing if you are getting value from this episode the show just please share it with a friend, post it on your story. That's all I ask to help people level up, like hear these lessons, take their life to the next level. It goes such a long way when you when you share it with someone or, or post it on your Instagram story. And on top of that, if you leave us a five-star rating, hit the subscribe button, that also helps us tremendously reach more people. So I would really appreciate that. It's Crazy we're coming up at the end of 2020 here, but let's just finish this year fucking strong and get ready to dominate in 2021 and run it the fuck up. I'm excited. I'm excited for all of you, and let's just see what comes here. Gotta take it day by day, but lay that brick every single day to go out there, build your castle, and leave your mark on this world. I love you guys, and I will catch you on the next episode. Later, everybody. Later, everybody.